G'day boys. Gents. Hello. Welcome to the first episode of the Motorsport Republica podcast. Let's go. Keen as. So, Motorsport Republica podcast and apparel coming. Yeah. Watch this space. Cheer me up. Yeah, very Cheer me up. Very so, exciting. Big weekend. Yeah. Thousand Grand Prix. Massive. Le Mans. Le Mans. They know how to do it right. Yeah. Tightrope walkers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was awesome, wasn't it? Something Good racing. Such a dawner thing to do, isn't it? Just so random. It is. It was so random. And probably distracting if you're a rider lining up on the grid. <laughs> it even took the commentators by the by surprised. It was uh it was interesting. It was very it was yeah. very kinda it was very cool, yeah. I must admit. Yeah. It was different. Different for sure. Yeah. yeah. Not my cup of tea. That's <laughs> that's definitely it. I just wouldn't do it in the first place. No, like, no way. That. Imagine uh, one of them fell on a bike. <laughs> You'd I'd be spewing. I'd be more sad about the bike being broken. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. The <laughs> Can't start the race. <laughs> uh, but yeah, full of drama, which is what we want. And MotoGP is just full of that. Um, Pinnacle. Yeah. yeah. The main, I guess the main one was uh, Peko and Mighty Mav having a bit of a tussle on the soundtrack. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> I'm all for it. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, it was so good to we see. We haven't seen it in a while and it was good to see. And it's crazy because it was just a racing incident, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Mighty Mav going over to Peko while he was still down. And we didn't know if he was hurt, you know, yet. Wax him over, over the head. Um, and then Peko goes back at him. Yeah. Kind of fairly, you know. Oh, absolutely. I think we all have done the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. While Especially you're down. When, yeah, you don't kick him out while they're down. No. That's just wrong. Yeah. Like, and he's leading the World Championship by so. a point. Yeah, now by a point, yeah. Should mm. be, what, 40, 50 odd? Yeah. Well, More. Yeah. If he had a one the other night. So it was um it was very entertaining though. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It was good. It was definitely a racing incident. Um yeah. you'd probably blame it a little bit more on Peko to be honest. He could have left like held his line, stayed yeah. back a little yeah. bit and waited for the next opportunity. It was kind of interesting that they kind of didn't see each other. You know, they're normally so vigilant and can be so, you know, have that tight racing but I think that's a, such a blind spot because when you're turning left into the corner helmet's over here looking at the apex yeah, you're looking and you're drifting out to the outside and that's mm. where Pekka was Pekka yeah was exactly like what did Pekka think where he's going to pass on the outside of that corner there's no way he would have no that's right that's why I'm putting it down on him yeah, yeah. you know Maverick yeah could have ran a tighter line but I think it's more Pekka yeah. could have just waited taken his opportunity it looked like Maverick was going to run wide anyway yeah so just wait, pounce on it then. Yeah, go for it then. And we've seen with Jorge Martin and Mark Marquez how that um, sort of sequence of riding should be carried out. 100%. It was so much cleaner. Yep. Um, and I think they left their little spat out on the track. Yeah, for sure. Mm. And pretty scary as well for Maverick. Um, he had to bail off that bike with not a lot of runoff going straight into that wall scary. as well. Man, yeah. that was... That was scary. That was a, it's, it's very little runoff in that yeah, corner, it's, isn't it? Yeah, it's a tiny amount of runoff. Yeah. Um, there's not many tracks that kind of like that anymore. Like no. a lot of them have big sand yeah. traps now. Uh, Suzuka, famously, that uh, fast right-hander in the back back, tighter, back section of that circuit is... Um, uh, Colin Edwards was saying, yeah. just after that tight hairpin, mm-hmm. and you turn right, up, kind of up the hill... It's Colin a scary Edwards, corner. That. Yeah, Colin Edwards yeah. just say like you can't crash there. Like it's it's over if you crash there. Yeah, um, it's only probably five or ten meters of runoff. It's, it's amazing they're still even racing. The, well, they still do Suzuka eight hours and stuff there as yeah, well. Yeah, that's. But that is a hairy track. Have they got those um, those barriers with the? It's like the soft touch. Yeah, like yeah, the inflatable do. barriers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's a big innovation, I reckon. Yeah, that is cool. Um, 
I know as soon as someone uh, crashes into them and deflates one, they I, they almost have to red flag. I yeah, think got to replace it. Yeah, they yep. got to replace, replace it. The barrier. Yeah, um, but, but they only put them at very short runoff places. It seems. I assume yeah. so. Yeah, but that's just one one little place where it is a short runoff. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> pretty scary, man. But yeah. it was good to see him make up on the scooter. It was kind of funny that they both took yeah. the same scooter on the way back to the pits. Yeah, <laughs> it was nice. They shook hands. Yeah, kissed and made up. That's yeah. good. And then they went to race direction afterwards with the team bosses. So um, it all seemed pretty okay there. Mm. They all looked all right. And yeah. Peko was a bit ginger. He was walking a bit, how you going? But otherwise, I think nothing's come out for penalties or yeah. sanctions and stuff. And if they, you know, if they both agree on it, I think it, that's how it should be. I think so. Look, yeah. there might Let, be a fine yeah. from the sort of theatrical standpoint of, you know, it's not a good look nah. to see that in person, but... Look, to be honest, I'm here for it. Oh, yeah. I mm. like it. Mm. Oh, yeah. We love it. Um, we love it. But another scary one was um, Marini and Alex Marquez. Like, amazing save. So scary. Great yeah. save by Marini, but um, yeah. yeah, wrong place, wrong time, Alex Marquez. Another you, racing incident. If you rewatch that footage, Alex Marquez on the floor was close. Close to getting hit. Martin. Yeah. Right past him. Yeah. Very very scary yeah. especially in uh, full speed and you saw him getting him up scattering to the outside of the track it was oh, a scary that's moment so that, sc- yeah. Yeah. imagine facing yeah. oncoming um, like basically traffic mm. stuff that you couldn't no. imagine it like, no I, I literally couldn't yeah I'd, God knows what was going through his mind yeah. but that was very similar to um, a Portimao one of the Moto3 boys up over the hill I think it was yeah. came off and yeah. like, imagine that that's yes. blind yep. at least through the chicane you can see what's going yeah. on ahead and try your best to avoid it there's quite a few different incidents over the years I was actually after watching the Moto2 big Moto2 crash that happened as well on the weekend I was going back through crashes I was showing um, Hannah uh, the 2020 crash of Ania Bastianini crashing I think it was out of the first turn and one of the guys hitting their bike um like just blindly and just going over the handlebars at 200 something yeah. days an hour like it is yeah. nuts when the bike is still just you know second lap or whatever it is laying on the circuit like it's yeah, such it's a scary being. Some scary crashes especially when bikes that, that incident in um in Austria yeah in COVID where um, Rossi oh. nearly got hit oh that was yeah. the same weekend yeah. that was crazy yeah and like that's what they had to change that first turn in Austria oh that second turn yeah, sorry for that chicane yeah yeah which sucks. Like that, it but, does suck. Um, but we've seen a good move from Cotoaro there. It was last yeah. year. Yeah. Amazing move. And it was so close that uh, Maverick Vinales instinctively just went like that yeah. and put yeah. his arms up to cover himself. Yeah. You know, and not just try and ride out of it. Like, that's how close it was to death on uh, realistically yeah. both of them. But know? how's the mindset to get straight back on the bike and race? Oh, they're nuts. That's they're crazy. Just straight back on the power. All no. back on the power going down yeah. that straight. I remember um, Rossi uh, camera pan on Rossi was like wide as a ghost. Oh yeah, like he just you know saw a ghost. Yeah, um, it was yeah terrifying stuff. That no, no way, not but not for me. Credit uh, to Marini though for picking that bike up with his elbow, <laughs> very Marquez esque, and um you know <laughs> trying to save it. There was a lot of good saves actually. Um, Kanet had yeah, a really good yeah. one coming on to the straight. Yeah, like that, yeah. Um, and it was funny because it mimicked one from three years ago in mm. the same spot. Yeah. Um, but that. Yeah, that triumph was just bucking everywhere. Yeah. Awesome save. Yeah. Awesome save. And then Barry Baltus had a really nice one yeah. Uh, yeah. on the power with the front wheel lifting. Um, and Vietti, who's now sort of become prone to saving the bike similar yeah. to Marquez yeah, on yeah, the floor, yeah. just picks up the elbow. So It's almost a new skill that these riders have to learn. And I think probably Marquez is the one that 
paved the way oh, with it. Sure. Um, he his 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 thing every weekend was come out Friday practice, find the limit. We yep. had a crash. Yep. Uh, it was normally crash, and then he would know where that limit is, and then on Sunday race day or practice, still he would still do one of those crazy saves and basically save it. He would basically crash and then pick it back up, and yeah, away you go. He'd that was it. unbelievable yeah. to see. But it was also good to see. Um, Arenas, Kanet, and Gonzalez walk away from that big crash you yeah. were talking about. That yeah. was very, very scary. That I, I, I thought they would red flag that crash earlier because um, <laughs> they let him go around the whole standard doorna. Standard doorna. It was, was it was nuts because they still had the medics out, and I was genuinely worried for someone in that crash because it looked pretty hairy. It's always yeah. good to see a big crash, but you don't. Want I remember to see being it. at Phillip Island last year. I think it was Moto Three, and there was a crash just before Siberia after Miller Corner. Yeah, and then we we saw the. The bike's still on the track. Yeah. Yeah. I think someone broke his leg. Yeah. Who was that? It was a Moto 2 rider oh, yeah. broke his yeah. leg. And they they, 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 they were, didn't even read... I don't think they red no, flagged it. They got all the way nearly to there. And I think they, they event... No, I think that, I think it was just double yellows or Yeah, they didn't flag. red flag that, that race. Yeah. And they put him on a stretcher and then took him up. We saw him on the yeah. actual circuit. Yeah. And we're like, why isn't it getting red flags? So, yeah, there was a big protest about that from the riders. It was crazy. Yeah, they, they hit miss. Well, the thing is, some weekends like Harass, I mean, there was, what, two red flags... Um, mm. in the it's a red flag in the sprint race, red flag in the main race for the Moto GP boys. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, Moto three, Holgado getting the win. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, looking like a, you know, a threat. Yeah, he's a serious talent, Danny Holgado. Yeah, he's doing really, really well. Yeah, I like the way um Ortola rode as well. Yeah, really, really smooth. Mm. Um, he should be really happy with his weekend. Uh, those two wins that he had weren't out of the blue. Yeah, I guess it's safe to say now. Yeah, I think yeah. he finished fourth. Give it another yeah. lap, probably would have been on the podium. So showing consistency, very, very good from him. Very yep, surprised. Um, but it was strange. Like Sasaki had a couple opportunities to take Danny Holgado, and just don't know, just didn't really go for yeah, it. I think he just wanted the laps. points. Yeah, yeah, probably playing it, playing safe. it safe. Yeah. It's a long game. We're just doing an Ayagura um, and yeah. throwing the championship away like yeah. last I was going to say, it's very unusual for Moto3 boys to be that level-headed, to be honest. Yeah. Especially the Japanese. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They're normally either high-siding or yeah. taking someone out. Yeah. Taka. Taka. Yeah. <laughs> or Taka. He's shocking. Did, but, he, did he snag a point in the weekend? He did. He was the highest finishing Honda. <laughs> Only finishing was Honda. He, he was. <laughs> Wow. You know, you know Honda is a serious crisis with Takaki Nakagami. He's the only one scoring points. Oh, poor Taka. Nah, yeah, he was the only one that finished. The Mia's just having a all night the other, Yeah, they all had low like, front-end washouts, didn't they? All three of them. Yeah. Alex Spins, unfortunately, um, crashed again. Oh, <laughs> he crashed again, yeah. He did, yeah. It was, was going to happen anyway. Yeah, yeah that's... Death we'll be saying that every week on the podcast. So. Yeah. Death, taxes, and rins crashing. I know. <laughs> All given. Yeah, I know. Um, and I love Alex Rins. But fuck. Yeah, I know. That's, it was a shame. Uh, Marquez dropping out as well. Really good battle with Martin, like we said earlier. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just but, found the limit. Yeah. Strange tire choice. Yeah. The hard was front. just odd. Yeah. A lot of the boys said that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but how's the win from Bez? Yeah. Amazing. He's, he's, he's looking really good. And we are talking about it at the start of the year. Um, you know, we were, we were saying that we weren't surprised. We wouldn't be surprised if Pizzecki comes out and wins a few races and bang, he's won two already. Yeah. yeah. Um, and look at hot. He still had his a few days where, you know, he's either crashed or, um, you know. But he's only... People forget that he's only a second... He's only in his second year, Marco Pizzecki. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I reckon he's 100% a future world champ. 
and hopefully for the entertainment factor, causes a bit of a rift in the VR46 Academy Absolutely. boys. Two Italians that not like each other. Um, remember seeing Biaggi and Rossi back yeah, in the day, classic, which was plenty of that. Amazing. It was always fun to watch. And I think Rossi's still come out and said uh, it's going to be hard to manage, um, especially if it comes, you know, oh, yeah. if, you're, if we're going in the Philippines, Sepang, and those, you know, later rounds, and it's a one point in it like it is now, then it's going to be very intense. Oh, absolutely. And I think um, I'd almost give the edge to Bez. Just. Yeah, right. I know. I like Peko a lot, but two hit and miss, I think. He's sometimes he's amazing under the pressure we've seen in Aragon yeah. for his first race win. You know, what was it? Something ridiculous like Marquez attempted seven overtakes yeah, or yeah. whatever. But, you know, held his own there. But last year in Le Mans, Bastianini took him, cooked the goose a couple of corners later running mm. wide, tried to fly back again and lost the front. So... I reckon Bezeki's definitely got that killer instinct um, yeah. in, in him. You know, you can see he really goes for that pass, um, you know, and he's already won two races because of it. And I think maybe even more than Pecco and a lot of other riders. Yeah, I think similar to a Martin. We've yeah. seen it in his first year. Yeah. It's a shame through his injury. And it was awesome to see him break that mental yeah. block and get that uh, mm. sprint win. And finish second yesterday yeah, uh, in the race yesterday. Mm. I think Peko at Jerez, though, that calculated win for me was just yeah, that unbelievable. Was, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, building from the first practice, you know, it was outside the top 10. And then building up to race win was just an amazing weekend. So, And Bedzeki didn't have a great weekend. No. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be up and down. Yeah, all it's so the season's so long. Yeah. It's, and with these sprint races, there's so many points available now. That's the thing. Yeah. It's anyone's game. That's never going to be out point. of it. But it was almost shaping up this week for Peko to do the exact same thing. Yep. Just build, build, yep. build. It looked like he was just conserving his tyres a little bit and then yep. he was going to hit it real hard mm. towards the end of the race. Do we think that Peko... I mean, I personally think Peko would have won the race if he didn't come off. Oh, I think it would have been him or Maverick, to be honest. Maverick was quick. Yeah, right. when, before everything happened, he I think he might have set the fastest lap. Yeah. He or was, a lap before he set the fastest yeah, lap. He, he was... Yeah. Flying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's a great point. I actually haven't thought of that yet, so definitely he surely shouldn't be too far away from a win. Maverick Vinales, I no. think the Vinales is closer than um, Aspargo for a win, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yep. no, 100%. Yeah, I think that's a good call. Aspargo's uh, done his dash last yeah. year. He's, you know, he's, well, he's talking win. retirement, isn't he? I haven't seen that. Yeah, um, be interesting to see if that opens up. Yeah, yeah, that's for, he's for been sure. around for a long time, 300 starts, you know. Yeah, so. he's uh, he's had a you know a great, a, still a solid career, but I think uh, Maverick Vinales is closer to a win for sure. I think yep. yeah, uh, Alicia's run his done his dash. Um, mm. He had a crack last year. Um, I don't even think he ended up finishing the top three though in the championship last year. I think he was fourth, just. Yeah, mm. I think Bastianini yeah um, pipped him at the it. line. Yep. Uh, um, which is pretty full on. That's gonna be another whole thing when Bastianini comes back in because he'll be fast. Yeah, Hopefully. well, it was already like you know tension by the sounds of it between the Ducati box. It wasn't like Peko yeah. and Jack, where it was such a good, you know, yeah. great relationship. Yeah, that was awesome. You know, two Italians that don't like each other or or rivals is is the best. It's, it, it makes is, yeah, it is the best. They're so emotional. Or a Spanish and an Italian. Yeah, it makes it the best because an Aussie's always just gonna like you know either whinge or uh, make friends yeah. <laughs> going through history well you're 100% right we've seen it say Weber and Vettel yeah 
and then look at Danny Rick and whoever his teammates with. Well, he's always been, yeah. He's always of. been the the life of the party. Yeah, yeah. Same yeah. as Stoner. He was a bit bit of a sourpuss. Yeah. And look at Jack and everyone yeah. loves Jack. Yeah. So, yeah, hit the nail on the head there, Tom. Mm. That's, um, yeah, one way or the other, I think, as well. Yeah, definitely. But. It's uh, it was good to see Marquez. Obviously, I'm a massive Marquez fan, so I'm gonna bring him up. <laughs> Go on, Tommy. Um, actually, ride almost a full race again and yeah. be competitive on a very non-competitive bike. Did he look stuffed after the race? Yeah, he yeah, looked he gassed. Was, he yeah. was gassed. He said he was just happy to be racing again and know he can be fast. Um, which I guess proves that Honda is just still made for him. Yeah, he's riding on the limit constantly. Do you think uh, we'll see anything from Yamaha this year? They just seem to be going bad to worse. Yeah, they're struggling. I think they got too much pride to take that leap of faith. Yeah, and update their engine. I think they just got to bite the bullet, get with the times. Yeah, throw the V four in. Yeah, yeah. I think that's going to be has to be the answer. They're just backpedaling. Well, I know Quattararo said if nothing changes, he's looking at other options, which means he's, he's come out and said options. that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know. So, and I don't blame him. You know, yeah. uh, I know Dan made the point uh, before that um, Aprilia would suit his riding style, which yeah. I hundred percent agree. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, if he was to go on the move, and if, like you said, Alesh is is looking at retirement, and I know who I'd be chasing because they need yeah. that. I think they need that sort of. Proven, proven rider, exactly. Yeah. yeah, good point. Definitely um, see a, a Quadraro replacing a Spargo at the yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah, I think that that contract will be broken and it'll open up a factory. Quadraro still got next year though, doesn't he? I think he, he signed does. a two-year deal. Yeah, twenty-four. Fuck, that's a long time. And more Modelli somehow got another contract, didn't you? He signed a two-year deal as well. Didn't He's he? to twenty-three. Uh, end this of this year. Yeah, 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 yeah. So because they would have got rid of him. Surely. He's almost. He's almost all but gone. Surely. Is he super yeah. bike bound? Uh, that's a good question. That's, yeah, I don't think so. Yep. I think he'll still have a crack. He's a race winner at the end of the day, and Grissini? he did finished second in the championship. Take did uh, did you? Yeah, I think Tajir has gone. Yeah, um, he's on a good bike. He's on a good bike. My opinion, with Rossi being announced as Yamaha's brand ambassador, you would think that uh, the VR46 team will then become Yamaha. Yamaha, yeah. especially if the the head honchos over at Dorna don't want too many Ducatis. You're exactly right. That's what's that's what would make sense to be yeah. honest. Yeah. You'd yeah. see someone like maybe a Marini staying on that bike and Morbidelli joining him. Yeah. It'd be a shame a, if you saw Bezeki go to a Yamaha. I think you'd find Bezeki would even push for that Aprilia seat, potentially. Yeah, well. Wow. Or if Sarko's on the move, becoming maybe Ducati's test rider. Um, open a spot at Primark. Open a spot at Primark. Well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And on the factory bike as well. Yeah. Less pressure. Yeah. Being on a satellite bike. Mm. And anyone can win. You're on the same package. Yeah, yeah. still on the same bike. It's different colours. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, right. it's interesting. I mean, you definitely can win a world championship on a satellite bike or a. You know, 100%. Yeah. 100%. I don't think the big bosses would like it too much. No. But it's reality now. It'd be interesting to see how they would react if someone like uh, Jorge Martin, just say this year, or Bezeki was fighting, maybe more Bezeki fighting for the title against Peko. You know, would they give those upgrades to, you know, Peko instead, uh, like just for their pride of Ducati? Like, how would that play out? Because at the moment, you know, it's one point of difference and we don't know who's going to win the title. And it's looking to be a slowly but surely a two horse race as well. Like, it's a long season, but. 
Bezeki and uh, Pekka look to be the standouts. Yeah, it's a yeah. it's a great point you make because there's gotta be some different things they'll be trying and do they give them to all four bikes? Do they give them to one bike, two bikes, you know? Six bikes, you know, with BR forty six in there as well. Like Yeah. Yeah. They are on last year's bike though, aren't they? BR yeah. forty six. Yeah. Which is still a weapon which of a bike. A championship bike anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be um yeah, interesting to see how that unfolds if it mm. if it were to. But um yeah, silly season will probably kick off in Mugello, so always there'll does. be plenty of rumours yeah. spreading around. It'll be interesting to see who's picked to come up from Moto2. Well, does anyone. Pedro Acosta go up? Well, you would think so. Do you Very see- uncharacteristic ride from him, though, on the weekend. Yeah. Dropping that bike out of second place. He's, got he's like just a- got broken, I reckon. Yeah, Arbolino. Yeah, he's looking good. Yeah, I think it's going to be a really good battle this year. I hope so. He's a race ahead. Will this prove costly to Acosta come the end of the season? God, I was finding myself yelling at the TV when they're trying to get Sam Lowe's bike out, getting fixed. Oh, oh no. how, how good oh, was, was that, though? Oh, amazing. But it was like three seconds, four oh, seconds. Like, God. I was like, get on the bike, get on the bike. And he was still, like, all wheeling it out and yeah. someone was still nipping something up yeah. or whatever. It was it's cool. Uh, I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's the best. And that's credit to um, Arbolino's team as well because they actually jumped in Lowe's box and helped put no. that bike back together. Yeah, right. That's so that's, cool. that's awesome from Mark VDS. But yeah. they've always been such a tight team. Great yeah. team. Yeah, yeah, great team. Super successful. Yeah. But um, he did well, Lowe's. Stuck it on pole. Mm. New lap record. Where did he finish in the end? Oh, I think around that 14th to 16th mark. Yeah. Because he had to start from the pits. And yeah, it's always hard. A couple of little things. But um, hopefully he's found a bit of form now. Um, he's getting a bit older as well, Sam Lowe's. Yeah. But still fast. Yeah. You know, he's still yep. finding form. So it'll be interesting. Hopefully he does well in Mugello as well. Mm. It'll be nice for him to continue that form because he's had a pretty bad run. Similar, yeah. to, similar to Miguel. Yeah. You know, copping injuries and and all that kind of jazz. So It's a big round coming up. Tony Arbolino for Mugello and then you got all the Ducatis, oh, Pecco, yeah. Bezecchi. And the thing with Mugello, it's actually been interesting. After Rossi's retiring, I remember last year was pretty underwhelming, that crowd. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Um, you really feel the absence. Yeah, you could really feel it. So, Which funny, is still, yeah. I still reckon surprising. Like I thought... You know, people would still come out, but maybe they just need to find their new hero. But you got three top Italian riders like Eco Bastianini yeah. and Bezzecchi. I mean, it's amazing. You needed probably one of them to come out and have the orange hair or yellow hair and be a bit out there. <laughs> well, they're not really, to be honest. They're all very level-headed, same guys, same thing. Yeah, I think Bastianini. I think that next big superstar. I Me remember too. walking through the pits at yeah. Philippine with you and yeah. Bastianini, and he was on the uh, the Grassini at that stage. He had like. The aura. He had being, the look. Yeah, had the that look. Being yeah, that superstar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, because Pecco doesn't have the look. Nah, no. he's just he's got the speed, obviously, but um, something about Bastianini, I think everyone kind of gravitates to. He looks like a like a pizza maker out of Rome <laughs> or something. <laughs> Flipping the pizza. I thought you were talking about Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> same, same. No, no, he's from Sicily, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> not quite. I'm a, I think I'm a few uh, kilos heavier than a few of those boys. So they, they're making the pizzas, I'm eating them. That's, that's why they're on the bikes and I'm talking about them. That's right. But um, yeah, look, the beast is um, is one to watch for sure. And interesting, he's not really in that VR46 Academy. He turned it down. Yeah. Um, I don't know his reasonings behind that, but it's... Um... I think it might have been a bit of sponsorship stuff yeah, okay. with Red Bull. Yeah, right. Because I know with... I think the Gia as well got approached. I, and correct me if I'm wrong, but um, yeah, it's got. I know a lot of it's got to do with the Red Bull side of things. Yeah, no shit. There you go. That's why you don't see Arbolino in there and all that kind of stuff. All those boys are monster backed. 
Interesting. So, you'd want to be part of that crew, though, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. Like that VR46 yeah. crew. That'd be awesome. Um, yeah. Who was the fella that Romano Fanati, he got kicked out of it. Oh, it was oh, for pulling pull old, old mate's break lever. lever. <laughs> yeah. That was full on. Was he kicked out of it, was he? Yeah. Yeah. After Sam He Marino. lost his ride, kicked out, banned for he was, six months. He no, was a bit more than that, wasn't it? A year, maybe? He was, was yeah, the next big thing. He was racing for VR46 and Moto3, taken up against uh, Jack Miller when yeah. he was in Moto3. Yeah. Um, and he was a hothead then, and then he went to Moto2, and he pulled old mate's brake lever. Yeah. Who was old mate? Has he done, has he done anything? I can't remember. Mm. Who, I can't even remember who it was, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. The clip was on not long ago, actually. I've seen it. But that was super dangerous, man. Oh. I wouldn't even have the skill to do that if I was riding at full speed. <laughs> no, he's passing him as well, isn't he? That's such a crazy thing to do. But, you know, and it's cost him... Like, he was in the prime seat. He was in the VR46 Academy. Yeah, he had everything. He was the man. He, he was, was the, the man. man. He was, the... was the next big, big thing. Yeah. You know? Imagine him in MotoGP right now. That'd be cool. Be just a fucking new Taka Nakagami. Just yeah, just dive bombing. Dive bombing everyone. You mean Marquez? Oh, don't you dare say that. <laughs> Don't you dare say Die that. Die Bog King. Well, he got a bit of taste of his own medicine. Bezeki um, yeah, pushed did. him white. Yeah, he did. That was awesome to see. Oh, I, I love did. that. But you know what? I'm all about rubbing his racing. I know you're a little bit a bit scared of it. but uh... <laughs> I'm worried about the aero chopping off and then the race is finished. Yeah, that's <laughs> oh, yeah. true. That is true. That's, that's a problem. That ass. is the problem with the aero though, in all jokes aside. But rubbing his racing, I think it's great, you know. I'm here yeah. for it. I like it's it. It's so entertaining, you know, and I love a rivalry when riders don't like each other. Yeah. What was worse, Alex Marquez's move or Bezeki's move? Nah, Alex Marquez's was dumb. Yeah. At the start of the At race. The start. He had that no, was irresponsible No riding. chance of stopping the bike. No. I don't think he deserved that penalty. I just think it's just first, first. Nah, that was, it was the sixth corner. Like, you have a chance to size things up by then. I think it's a very similar incident than Quattararo in Oliveira and Hareth as well. As a, as we spoke about yeah. the other day, it's like, just you just need to pull the brake, turn the bike in. You don't have to some, do some crazy move. Exactly. Don't go into a gap that's going to close. You got another 26 laps. Similar thing with Peko. He went to a gap that was going to close. Yeah. I think as well, they are a bit nervous though because... Uh, of the front tire attempt and the front tire pressure, sorry, Massive. that they want to get through quick. Because you could see how Miller was pushing against yeah. it, but he cooked his tires anyway. So yeah, and I think that's why yeah. they make those mistakes is because they don't want to cook their front. But it tire. goes back to this aero new generation of MotoGP bikes that yes. too much aero. It is affecting racing now. Like yeah. does and we don't care if they're going to go a minute thirty or a minute thirty five around the track. It's still awesome. Yeah, to it's watch. still racing. Like as watching on TV, you don't even notice that. Nah, not really. So, nah. If it's going to slow them down by five seconds, I don't think it's going to affect anything. And it wouldn't even affect it that much, the aero. But... And their bikes look better. Oh, they yeah. look heaps better without the aero. No, I liked it when Ducati first brought the wings in. I thought it was a bee's knees, um, which is so crazy that the Italians are the innovative ones. It's always <laughs> the Japanese. Italians are normally just fucking sitting larvae's and, you know, making pizzas or whatever. Yeah, they do. Uh, Campari yeah. spritzes by the yeah. beach. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to that, Campari. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sort us out a bottle. Shout out to all our Italian fans. Yeah. <laughs> all my cousins. <laughs> Which part of Italy is the family from? Uh, dad's from a little town, I think, just outside Rome called Taranto. Okay. And mum's from Calabria. Uh, Calabria. Yeah, so. By the way. Hot-headed. Yeah, that's on record now. I'm going to get so told off too. <laughs> my old man's going to crack it. Uh, going into his house, it is like going into little Italy. There's people walking in and out all the time. Oh, uh, yeah. It's a revolving door. Um, and the coffee, though. 
yeah. uh, is your old man can make a very, very good coffee. <laughs> He'll love that plug too. Oh, He'll yeah. send this podcast to all of his mates now. <laughs> Tune in at five minutes. Are we talking espresso? Are we talking latte? Oh, uh, whatever you want. You just put your order in and he'll do it. It's right. very good. Yeah. Every time I've gone, I've you know had a coffee. So Excited to Oh, mate, come over whenever you like. We'll get <laughs> the lasagna the out of, next time. What about pasta fagioli? <laughs> that was a couple of nights ago. It was so good. <laughs> they have it on a, 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 like a roster. <laughs> <laughs> roster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At least seven Sunday. meals is cooked. All right. Yeah, the, uh, I'm well fed. I'm well fed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Makes two of us. <laughs> Wouldn't have it any other way, Tom. Mm. Wouldn't have it any other way. But yes, it's um. Look, it's going to be interesting, Carmagello. See a few things play out. Um, you, you think it's going to be a Ducati on that top step of the podium? You never know. I I, I see like KDM's top speed's good. It's not bad. Mm. It's not bad. All. And there's a couple of sections of that track where they'll really excel. Where I think the Ducati will have to break a little bit earlier, a little bit harder. I think they'll be able to carry a little bit more corner speed. Yeah, yeah, see, yeah. The strength of the KDM seems like it's the braking as well. Mm. Seems like they're really good on the brakes. Well, yeah, you got Miller and. Uh, well, it's probably them probably showing that as they're probably yeah. two of the best best two on the brakes. So. Yep. And Back the tire conservation is good too. Mm. Proved a real strong point in Hareth. So. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be awesome. And with Mugello, uh, the Moto Three racing yes. is as good as it gets. Yeah, it oh, is. So that's good. probably one of the best races of the season yep. in any form of motorsport. Is a Moto Three race at Mugello. Yeah, it's always just insane. Like Maybe we can go to Dan's house for a pasta yeah. bajol. Yeah, hundred percent. We'll tee it up. We'll make it. We'll make night of it. Because some Capari spritzes on the brown leather couch. <laughs> you're <laughs> not far off. Yeah, you're not, you're not far, far off. off at all. Eh? <laughs> you got. A, you can only come in if you've got a gold chain though. <laughs> That's <laughs> so cold good. chain. But yeah. the racing at the moment for MotoGP is is amazing. Yeah. And it's something that Formula One lacks. Um that you never know who's gonna win when you start the start the round. Yeah. And yeah. MotoGP's been like that, I guess, for quite a few years yeah. now. Um you know, it's always been like that into a sense, you know, you had the aliens with yeah. Rossi, yeah. Pedrosa, Lorenzo yeah. and all that. Uh Stoner. Um I don't remember anyone winning by like 20 seconds for a long time. Like I knew Lorenzo used to do that. Lorenzo could do it. Yeah, he used Stone to go out in Australia. Yeah, he used to go out there in some races and just like win by 20. Like he was amazing back in the day. Uh, On rails. Yeah, yeah. everyone. No mistakes him. at all. No. Never saw him run wide. No. And I hated him for that. Like it was so annoying. I could copy Rossi's celebrations. Yep. He was always a bad boy. Um, which is kind of very good. Yeah, smart from Lorenzo. It was good. Marketing. It's funny yeah, how he's come. Yeah, well, he's, to him. yeah, exactly. He's come back. And he, and he won a couple of times in the Ducati. And now I think everyone sort of likes him again. I, I like Lorenzo. I, yeah, I miss I, Lorenzo <laughs> racing, and I miss hating Lorenzo. Yeah. it's like me with Vettel on the on the Red Bull. Yeah, my most hated person growing up in school. I used to oh hate my watching God, Tom. Tom would make a rant. Yeah, really. And then that he goes bad. to and then he goes to Ferrari. Loved him overnight. I loved him overnight. But so, a lot of people um, had that, didn't they? Yeah, but I don't think if Hamilton went to Ferrari, I still wouldn't like him. And I'm putting that on record. I don't yep. know about that one. Fair enough. Putting that on record. No, I wouldn't. He's one of those ones. You either like him or you don't. Yeah. Hamilton. There's no in between. I don't yeah, know. I don't like him. I like what he did with Rossi when they swapped, um, That's cool. swapped the car and the bike. That yeah. was cool. It's like yeah. the one cool thing he's ever done. He wouldn't yeah. have organized it. It brings it, too much politics into sport. I was like, 100%. Sport for sport. Yeah, yeah, let it yeah. be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, don't get too involved in it. That's controversial, but yeah. No, 100%. Yeah, I think we all agree on that. Yeah. yeah. It's an um, outlet for everyone. 
But with going back to Formula One, yeah. it's getting to that stage where it's very predictable. Where, and it was going through its glory years and probably hit it at its peak through COVID. It was amazing. You know, it had Netflix and then, you know, you yeah. had the Hamilton versus Verstappen. You didn't know who was going to win. Yeah. And now it's just Red Bull, Red Bull, Red Bull, Red Bull. Yeah. And it's getting very predictable. It was amazing that, that year. Oh, incredible. 2021. Like, it's just crazy. But yeah, we have three races coming up. Three on the trot. So it's three awesome races. Imola. Monaco and um, Barcelona. That's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so very excited. It's going to be all three... Well, we're three-week break for MotoGP, so we've got three I F1 races to it. Awesome. Break. Yeah. yeah, that's way too Shouldn't long. have cancelled Kazakhstan, so... Took a bore out of yeah. making an appearance <laughs> that Surely. Surely, Surely he's waving the flag. Yeah. I want to see what the Kazakh people actually look like because all you think about is Kazakhstan, you think Borat, don't you? They're probably just like a normal. <laughs> normal. Well, you're Ukrainians, yeah. like half Kazakhstan. Well, it's like when it? you go to Azerbaijan. I've never heard of that country before, and they—I never heard of that before. For it's amazing. Like it's a beautiful country. So. Surely, as a rider for the Kazakhstan GP, you'd have to do a mankini suit, wouldn't you? <laughs> like how good oh, would that be? Yeah, I like that. That'd be Borat's great. face, like the Rossi Magello yeah, on, on his the helmet. Top. But it's interesting. We've got a big upgrade. Well, they've got a big upgrade at Mercedes coming. So, uh, hot off the press, they're talking probably not as big as advantages um, as they were thinking. So, okay. George Russell's come out today and said that it's a big upgrade, but don't get too excited just yet. So, well, hopefully, it's enough for them to start being competitive again, and yeah. you know, provides more entertainment and sticking it up to the Red Bulls. Yeah, well, I mean, the the cream really rises to the top when you get back to Europe. Yeah, it doesn't so, it ever. Yes, yeah, so like that's going to be the the thing. We'll see what Ferrari can do, but yeah, Verstappen and Perez just look unstoppable. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. And um, rumor with Nick DeVries as well. Yeah, um, Daniel Ricciardo having a seat fitting. Yeah, um, it's exciting for us as Aussies. Absolutely, uh, I like Nick DeVries, but he's not performing at the moment. So just not cutting the mustard. Not cutting the mustard. No. It's no. a it's a cutthroat sport. It is, especially if you race for Red Bull at Helmut Marco. You're either in the clan or you're out of the clan. So mm. we'll see that over the years with yep. with your Vettels and your and the and the Verstappen's of the world cutting the mustard, so and everything else falling falling down after them. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. What is it? Three races he's been given to, yeah, to prove three, a point. Three races to prove a point. So and that's ugh, never worked. Nah, that's never too worked. much pressure. It's too much pressure and. Um, but we'll see. We might see Ricardo in the in the seat. Man, by. that would be awesome. Yeah, um, he's arguably the biggest star in Formula One. He's not even racing. Oh, easy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely easy. Which is amazing. Well, at the Oz GP here, he came on the screen and it was just everyone went nuts. Mm. You couldn't hear your own thoughts. Yeah, you know the cars were going around and everyone was just cheering for him. Same Every thing with Miami as well. He came yeah. on the screen, Miami. Everyone went crazy. Everyone went crazy. The you could hear the crowd on the on the TV, and that's hard sometimes to hear. Yeah, yeah, you that's know? true. He's a larger than life personality, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's so funny. He's brilliant and man. represents our country well. Yeah, being a half Italian. Uh, exactly right. That's why. <laughs> Man, that's basically yeah. a standard Aussie these days. Yeah, it is. Half yeah. Italian, half yeah. Aussie. You know, someone came out to me at work the other day and goes, You look a little bit like Daniel Ricardo, like a knockoff version of Danny Rick. Yeah, and I was like, I'll take it. Like, <laughs> take what you can get. Yeah, yeah, it'd be the wish version. Yeah, <laughs> wish, yeah, wish Danny Rick. It's <laughs> oh, funny, but nah, wish versions. It'll be good to see him back out there, man. You were talking about that earlier today when we spoke about um, that. Alex Marquez and Marini <laughs> meme yeah. that, you saw. God, that was funny. That was brilliant. So yeah. it was like, um, you know, the 
kid to mum, oh, I want to watch uh, Rossi and Marquez. And mum's like, no, nah, we got Rossi and Marquez at home. <laughs> it's uh, Alex and Marini flying yeah. through the air. I'll cook, so, I'll cook at home. I'll do it. I'm going to get a takeaway. So that was yeah. funny to see. Uh, Shout out to our bad MotoGP memes oh. too. That is the funniest. Yeah, it was good. Really well done. I love the... um. The Rossi one, whenever like one of the boys crash and it's just him with hands on the hips, like, like standing up. That's brilliant. Yeah. Or you got like Lynn Jarvis's like sour face yeah. as well when Yamaha don't do well, which is every race. Um, and even, oh, what's the the Miller page? Is it Viva Miller? Oh, oh that's Viva awesome. Miller. That's it's so, so good. Did you see he stuck a photo, or oh, sorry, Tom, of a yacht? <laughs> next yeah. to his um, helmet like <laughs> little thing that's amazing so what's man. the thing there if he if he wins a race he his missus will let, uh, allow him to buy a boat I think it's a Sunday race yeah yeah yeah. god I hope it happens oh me too hope he invites us oh it has it. to be a Sunday race <laughs> yeah, yeah it's got to be a right, Sunday, Sunday race right okay so um, I think they're expecting as well yeah, yeah it's wow. exciting so mini jack oh, how good is that going to be <laughs> we'll wait 20 years he might be on a Moto3 bike we'll see yeah true hmm very true, but it's uh, he's funny, Jack Miller. And hey, he might get a yacht and he'll be the or a boat and he'll be the first person to win on three different manufacturers. Yes, yeah, which is very I, cool. I reckon he's closer than Maverick. Yeah, personally. Yeah, he's got I the think... speed. He's proven the show to speed. Yeah. He just needs to put a race together. And how good's KDM's whole shot? Yeah, it's the best in the, the best, best in the yeah. game at the moment. Yeah, it's leaving everyone else for dead. Yeah, and I think that's probably something he took across from. Yeah. I don't think people don't give Jack enough credit. He's a very smart dude. Yeah. So yeah. he would have bought a lot of tech stuff over to them. Yeah. He gets overlooked way too much, Jack Miller. Yeah, 100%. Like, he was winning on the Ducati. He was up there. You know, like, he's not slow. To be on a factory Ducati these days. It's just the inconsistency days, for I me. Just, and I was saying to you guys on the mm. chat last night, like, every corner, I'm just waiting for him to crash. Mm. And, um, and you look at, like, Marquez, and apart from yesterday, he does never look like he's going to crash. Yeah. So yeah. Or, or, or I have that mental side that it, like he's gonna be fine. Cordero's yeah. a bit like that. It always looks like he's on rails. Yeah, on rails. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. He was um nowhere over the weekend. Home race every yeah. round now. That is no just a bloody big piece of dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> it is, isn't it? It's steaming. It's a big steam. That could go in the, that, that thing can go in the bin with the Honda. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, at least Honda's trying with a Calix chassis or well Honda yeah. at least won a race I suppose so yeah true but true, I think true. Marquez in yeah he'll have a great second half of the year hopefully I think so I think so if he can just that Honda still needs a lot of work but you know if he can he's you're dialing him in for Saxon Ring you're turning oh, yeah. you're turning left the whole time yeah. he's gonna win that just put bets on for second and third exactly yeah. it would be a good bet actually yeah You'd almost put that on now. Wonder what it's, wonder what it's paying. Yeah, get, if, if it's that far ahead. Yeah, true. Curtis, Curtis, get the odds up for us, man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he'll... I mean, look what he did when he came back at the end of last year at Phillip Island yeah. and stuff. He was just... Um, he was flying. So, yeah. I think... They just need to fix the bike. Given the rider he is, the caliber of rider, he'll be fine. And just... Probably just the ego to say, hey, yeah. guys, I'm still, the, I'm still the best here. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. probably a safe um, statement. Yeah. To be sure. fair, you put him on the Ducati or the Aprilia or the KDM, and I'd love to see him on a KDM. Oh, I, imagine I, him I, backing that in. I don't think that's as far fetched as what other people think. I, I could easily see someone like a Costa going to that Honda, um, and him jumping ship to a KDM, especially if Honda don't pull their finger out. Yeah. Because he's even he's criticised that Honda. 
you know. And yeah, we haven't seen a big move, child. a big move like that in a while. Nah, I guess the last big one was Lorenzo to Ducati into Honda. Yeah. Um, but there hasn't been a, a real big one since, I no. guess. You know, Rossi went down to Patronus. It's more but, young uh, riders coming up rather than yeah older riders going down. So no, Juan Mir went to Honda, but look what Bad he's done. And and that was because he was forced to. He would have stayed. Well, exactly. Suzuki. I mean, yeah. Would you take a factory ride at the um at Repsol or a you know or a gas gas ride? You'd probably take a, a Repsol ride. Yeah, in yeah, hindsight. A, but you know, if you're getting paid the same money between a KDM and a Honda, I'd be choosing that KDM. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Which you said that five years ago, you'd be laughed at. Yeah, mm. yeah it's crazy how times change. Mm. But it's for me. Uh, if he hadn't won that championship, he wasn't. On, he's not on that Repsol. Yeah, correct. And I still think Honda made the wrong choice. They should have gone with Rins. In my opinion. Mm, imagine him, imagine him crashing. No, <laughs> I, be every but, yeah, but, but Mir's doing it now anyway. Yeah, I know. So what's the difference? I know. Rins at least has a handful of wins under his belt. Who's a better rider? Well, Rins, he's got more wins. Mm. Mir's got, I think, one win in the, in his MotoGP career. Really? I think, or one or two wins. <laughs> That's a stat. It's Nicky Hayden spec. It is Nicky Hayden spec. Yeah. The champion. Yeah. Rest in peace. The yeah. championship is exactly the same, in a sense. It was just Shit. consistency. Yeah. And one race win. I could be wrong. Oh, um, I'll have to look that up because it is. He has had one win. Yeah. He has what in sixty-eight starts. Yeah. That is crazy. That is crazy. I didn't know that. I oh. thought he won more than that. No. He was just consistent as. Yeah. And that was Quattararo's championship. Those, 20, stacked. those yeah. 2020 championships and premierships just don't count, though, in my opinion. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that's absolutely that's, ridiculous. Yeah, that's shocking, mate. That's a bad Poor call. Form. That's terrible. Richmond, two, two premierships. That's ridiculous. Years, mate. Technically. Flag tags. Yeah, flag tags. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, Quattararo threw that down the drain. Yep. And I think we're sort of seeing it this year. He's struggling with that, that mounting pressure. Yeah. Yeah, you and know, I think he's just over that Yamaha. He's he's come out and I think so. Been negative to it. I think he's checked out. Yeah, which yeah, is a shame. Yeah, and he's still got another year. That's a scary thing. I wonder if there's a get out clause. You yeah, know, there'll be something for sure. I think yeah, there has to be something for him. When did he sign? Last after year. His champ- was it last year or after his championship? I think it was last year. It was last oh, year. Oh no, that's right. I think it was around this time last year. Yep. Because he had a couple of good races and it was like, oh, maybe, you know. Yeah, the uh, bike's all right. And then it went downhill almost <laughs> soon immediately. as he signed. Wow. That'll be interesting. Oh, there'll be something in there where he can leave. You'd think so. For sure. He just needs a spot, but yeah. I, someone like an Alicia Spargo, I don't think is too far off retiring. I yep. think he's uh, done his dash for a world title last year. Yeah. yeah. He had a fair crack. He had a fair crack, for sure. And it was but, good to see him win. Yeah, in his streak was a three hundredth start that he won. I think it was in yeah. Argentina. Yeah. So I mean, think nice. about it's been a thousand Grand Prix. He's been in three hundred of them. That's nuts. That's man. crazy when you think about it. That's, that's pretty crazy to think. Yeah. That he's yeah been in three hundred yeah. Grand Prix. Alicia Spargo. I mean, obviously back in the fifties and sixties, it was about three or four races in the championship, but but still to avoid injury. Yeah. Mm. And get thrown. I remember when he came in on those CRT bikes when. Um, I think it was just because it was so expensive by the GP. There was only like yeah, 15 but, riders on the grid and they yeah. had to put those CRT bikes in the field of the grid up. Yeah, so they had like a separate sort bikes. of championship, didn't they? Like yeah, almost. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they were just production bikes because what was happening is I believe 
the uh, big manufacturers like Honda was creating their own electronics, their own electronics, their own ECUs. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's why the Honda was doing so well. Um, and the Japanese bikes, because they had the ECUs. What year was that? About, like 2010, yeah. 11, 12, mm. and all that. And then they, went, they changed it. So it's just, a, I think, the Magneti Morelli. Same ECU yeah. for, for everyone. everyone. And that, that changed. automatically equaled yeah. everything up, made it a lot more affordable to get into the sport. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which has been... Been the awesome. Best thing for it. Oh, it's been amazing. The last, the last, ten, you know, five, ten years of a GP has been awesome. Not that it wasn't back in 08 to. 20. It was a lot more spread out though in two thousand seven, two thousand eight, yeah. two thousand nine. Like once you were kind of out in front, that was it. Yeah. You, know, you had a few good battles, obviously, if like Lorenzo Rossi through Catalonia. And they're um, the fastest the bike. They're the fastest they've ever been as well. Yeah. Breaking yeah. a lot of you know track records, which is stuff. always cool. Yeah, three sixty odd. We might see the speed record broken. Yeah. In Mugello. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. There was an article out during the week and it said like, will they ever break 400? I can't imagine. 400 yeah. on a bike. Yeah. Well, Magello's hairy as, as it is. Like, that's not really a straight. Like, no, no there's a kink in that. Yeah, there's a kink the and a rise. You know, yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty full on. They go left and then have to go hard on the brakes to then turn right. Remember that massive, there was a two massive crashes. There was uh, Marquez went off damaged his own chin or eye oh, or face yeah. or I think that started his um, uh, double vision yeah I think it restarted it I think he had oh, it again um, in Mo- he had it in Moto2 ran up the arse of someone Piro had a massive oh, okay. as well yeah and then Piro had a yeah. massive off yeah I think his rear tire or something locked up and yeah. threw him oh. off at like 360k's an hour it's so crazy yeah I think he yeah, didn't even get a chance to hit the brake like it just went how do you even get back on the bike after that different breed yeah even Alicia Spargo on the weekend had that massive off at 300 k's an hour to the yeah. first corner and had to bail off that's a scary corner yeah that first right hander it's amazing in a car it's so easy flat in a bike it's like a lift yeah dab, dab of the brake it looks like it's you interesting Mar- uh, Marquez was just unbelievable in that corner yeah he was, was never getting past I was just about to say that you yeah. you could see him versus Martin and Martin would just drop he dropped way straight back straight yeah. mm. he was just way too good through there mm. way too good he's got the skill yeah, he's the goat it's <laughs> a bit of a stretch mate <laughs> <laughs> very crazy <laughs> well are we going to see someone though come up through Moto3 or Moto2 that's going to sort of elevate to that alien status I think it has to be Acosta yeah I think so Pedro Acosta was amazing in Moto3 hasn't really hit it as, as well in Moto2 but no yeah odd but the thing is, Marquez is the same thing. He didn't win a championship on the Moto2 the first year, did he? Did, was no, it? he won on, He almost did. Yeah. Uh, him and Bradle. The only reason Marquez didn't win uh, is because of double vision. Yeah. Um, uh, he had to miss the Grand Prix. Otherwise, he would have. He caught Stefan Bradle and Stefan Bradle won the title. But if it wasn't for that double vision, he would have won that title. Yeah. Um, I think Marquez yeah. has been the last alien. But Acosta did pretty good last year. Remember, he broke his femur. That's a and big came break. Back. Yeah, and won races. I think, I think uh, he, the cream will rise to the top in Europe, and I think the cost will go on a winning streak. I yeah. can really see that happening. It's just very uncharacteristic, like yeah. I said, um, which think, was a shame because he was honing in on yeah. Arbolino. That track just invites crashes, though, doesn't it? That, yeah, it sucks well, you yeah, in. Sucks you in. Yeah, because the amount of times, especially through that Moto Two race, where guys would just hit certain corners, yeah. different lines every mm. lap, me going, "Jeez, like, just yeah, get caught out trying true. to go too quick." Yeah. They all were running a lot of different lines, actually. I they thought were. it was like running wide. Arbolino took a wider line a few times. Yeah. And Even Lopez. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's um, you know what I also love about Le Mans is the corner names. You got great. Oh corner yeah, names. just yeah. classic French words, you know. So, so I think Garage um, Verde. Garage, Garage Verde. Verde yeah. That's the only one I know. <laughs> yeah, La Chapelle. La Chapelle. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's better than Silverstone Maggots and Beckett. Yeah, that's a shocker. <laughs> <laughs> Would be cool to watch a race. Yeah, I though. like the Magello ones, Casanova and Savelli. I like Arabiata that. one. Yeah, Arabiata, Arabiata two. two. That's a good. Yeah, one. That's good. He's really good. I'm excited yeah. for the Le Mans 24 Hour this year, just to break topics slightly um they've got some really big changes with the with the lmp1 class so what's those oh there's a heap more for manufacturers come in oh really yeah. it used to be like audi and like toyota yeah. for that many years well they've changed then. the rules so they're based more on um i haven't done a lot of research to be honest but they've based them more on like production cars oh sweet they're like hotted up production cars so yeah matt yeah that's um, cool yeah it's gonna be really cool so it's not as going to be as crazy as they all looked like they were, you know, so wildly different to everything else. So well, they were yeah. kind of like Formula One cars, almost in a sense as well. It's only in f- um, four weeks' time. Really, one twenty-four cool. hour, yeah. So we'll that up for sure. Yeah, ready for a big bloody big night. We've had a few big nights over the years. We just stay up and watch it the whole night. Once. Yeah, yeah, no. You way. couldn't do that though. Now I couldn't hack. We were kids. Yeah, we used to easily. Do it. Now, like we, we tried it through lockdown. Remember, yeah. he was making espresso martinis for half a night. <laughs> I think I just got too drunk and fell asleep. Well, my I remember my heart was racing. <laughs> I had about fourteen espressos, and I think yeah, it, and it you know what I it I've, I slept for probably four hours, and then like I felt shit for the next <laughs> three days. <laughs> I felt shit for the next three days. So, so we got um in the LMP one class. They got Cadillac. Um, nice. Yeah, they've still got the Toyotas, Porsches, Ferraris. So there's about 12 or 13 different cars in that class now. So Yeah, awesome. Yeah. So Audi's going from 24-hour endurance racing to Formula 1 by the looks of it. Yeah. 2026 yep. or something like that. I think they're going in. Yep. So... Um, what do you think of that? Yeah, I mean, it's it's exciting. I mean, Audi's one of the biggest car brands in the world. They own Lamborghini. You know, they own... Yeah, that's true. They own. That's part of the Volkswagen Group, I suppose. So it's a massive organization. So that'd be cool to have another manufacturer in Formula One as well. Yeah. And uh, Red Bull's changing their engine sponsor as well, aren't they? Yeah, they're going to Ford. Ford engines in 2026, which is an interesting, interesting proposition. I wouldn't say Ford's the probably the leader in hybrid technology, but I guess we'll see. Um, they're one of the biggest car manufacturers in the world, so. Um, yeah. They're technically using a Honda engine at the moment, but it's branded under a Red Bull engine because yeah, they broke okay. the, the partnership. So so who develops the actual engine? Is it Honda or is it Red Bull? I think Red Bull have their own engine department now. Jesus. So, um, but it's obviously, it's not viable because if you're not selling the engine to another um, another team, it's not worth it. Like yeah. Mercedes sell their engine to Aston Martin and then Aston Martin are beating them on the track. Isn't that amazing? It's funny. That's crazy how it works, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, with Aston Martin up there, how good is it to see Fernando Alonso back? Oh, yeah, it's so good. Mr. Swift. Mr. Swift. <laughs> I can't wait for a song written about him. Oh, God. <laughs> Surely that can't be true. <laughs> Surely it can't be true. <laughs> it's so good to see him. And his uh, demeanor's changed a lot uh, yeah. since the early Fernando Alonso. It was win at all costs. Well, him and his teammate Lance Stroll getting along is just so un Fernando Alonso. But. Um, when daddy owns the team, I suppose you've got to be nice. And- yeah, <laughs> you've got to play ball, I think. Yeah. That's a Formula One thing to do, have your dad buy the team and yeah. you race. <laughs> well, he's guaranteed the seat, hasn't he? Yeah, exactly. Pretty much. I did like um, 
uh, in the race when he was like, oh, I'll tell Lance that was a good move. <laughs> You're just cruising through in P3, no oh, yeah. was just watching the big screen. That's, um, man, man, that's crazy. Man, that's so good. He's, uh, he's such a legend of sport. And I'd love to see him get a race win this year. Oh, that'd be awesome. I reckon that party wouldn't stop for weeks. No. Yeah, I really see them going well in Monaco with that. Um, yeah, they've got that great chassis and, and uh, they're really low-speed corners. So yeah. it's exciting to see. And I think Red Bull, obviously, with their DRS advantage and top-speed advantage is where they're probably killing it. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see. That'll be in a couple of weeks, boys. Monaco's the principality. Yeah, that's always a good one. It's normally a shit race, actually, but it's um, yeah. it's the whole <laughs> it's the whole event is amazing. It's the prestige behind yeah. it, isn't it? Yeah, and you'd hate to see those um iconic tracks removed 100%. from the calendar. Yeah, if there's no That'd passes, there's no passes, but you have to go there. It's the, yeah. When people think of Formula One, they think of that the streets of Monte Carlo. So oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Would it be in the, the French Riviera. You know, looking over the uh, oh, the race. I'd love to get on one of those yachts. Oh. If anyone's listening, uh, there's <laughs> yeah. three guys very excited to uh, three jump very, on one of them yachts. Three very poor guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd, we'd stand out like sore thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't fake that till I made it. Like, no way. No, oh. definitely not. And it's but. definitely a bucket list item for me would be to go. Yeah, oh, for sure. I think same. for most people. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it's like going to Magello, I suppose, in the GP. Yeah. Or... um guitar mate i'm for telling you, you yourself it's, mate it's my favorite race something about racing under the lights yeah i don't know what it is the bikes look amazing it's cool seeing the onboard footage and seeing their eyes yeah when they're racing yeah it is yeah. intensity and it's the same as the wet when they've got the clear yeah. visor on yeah um but yeah i know uh, eastern creek or sydney motorsport park up here yeah they um do a night track day so i'm pretty keen to either go and do one or watch some racing up there yeah that's cool um i just don't know about Qatar though there's like three spectators <laughs> and no beer that's <laughs> <laughs> oh, already lost Tommy <laughs> looks like it's a solo trip then um, is there any other night races going to be coming up like is is Indonesia doing a night race or, or like I don't think so I don't think Vietnam Vietnam next year is that still rumours or is that confirmed yet or uh, not that I've heard okay yeah not not that I've uh, been keeping tabs on but yeah as far as I'm aware Qatar's the only one yeah it's um, yeah, interesting I think, yeah, I think it's good to have one night race, but yeah. I don't know about, I don't know. I like the traditional, like, three o'clock slot. Can we imagine how amazing uh, Las Vegas is going to be Oh, at night man. for the That's race? So sick. And they're racing on the Saturday night. Very really? different, yeah. Because oh, they're not allowed to, there's laws behind racing or doing any sport, I believe, on a Sunday. Yeah, right. Practice in, is going to Nevada or something. Yeah, like that. so practice is going to be Thursday, qualifying Friday, and then the race Saturday night in Las Vegas. Oh, I mean, get around it. I'm going to start booking tickets. Well, we're <laughs> going. Yeah. My, uh, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, right. My uh, James's dad. Yeah. Dave Oss. Dave Oss. Dave Superbike Shaw. You might know him. Dave, Dave Superbike Shaw. Yeah. Sure. Victorian champion. Victorian champion. Back, <laughs> back, in, back in 1977. <laughs> <laughs> He'll tell you the 80s. <laughs> yeah. He'll tell us the 90s. <laughs> uh, yeah, GP uh, Saturday night, obviously, had a few too many beers. Yeah. Um, and we got on voice recording. We might pop the clip on, actually. Yeah. We've got a yeah. voice Thanks recording. Thanks <laughs> of him saying that we're uh, we're going to Las Vegas and he's going to shout us the trip. So yes, got in sweet there, boys. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that'll be dangerous. Uh, that'll, that'll definitely be, be one to go to. I mean, the atmosphere for that would be insane. Imagine how much a ticket would be. I think it would be crazy because the ticket prices for Formula One change in each Grand Prix. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So GP's di- MotoGP different. 
I don't know, to be honest. Oh, oh it's, it's, it's as in everything in life, it's supply and demand. I know yeah. Albert um, Park was one of the cheaper ones. Yeah. Okay. Um, Albert Park is cheap. It's $400 for the whole weekend. And you think how much like time you get to sit it's and It's a watch. great day. Yeah. Mm. Like amazing day. They do it really well, Albert Park and Aussie Grand Prix. I hope Las Vegas doesn't become too just glitz and glamour. As I think, yeah, I think that, yeah. That's exactly right. I it's think that be. way, that's the way Formula One's going, though. It's all glitz and gamut. Look at going to Albert Park now. Like the people we see compared to five years ago. All the even, Instagram models. All Instagram models. But up, Dan, uh, Dan over here. Yeah, Dan. I that's get what, too scared to talk to him. That's why, that's why he goes. <laughs> but that's why Something they're all like there. Just to get the photo, and, you know, they don't really know as yeah. much about it as, yeah. or, you know, or anything about it, but they're there for the photo. Yeah. It's definitely a status thing now. Yeah. But I think that's why it drives the. Drive to Survive has helped oh, yeah, just get more people involved. Yeah. And there's still just heaps more of his real fans as well. Yeah. 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 I, um, but yeah, if every ticket's $5,000, you're not going to get any true fans there. That's the only problem. No, yeah. you're not going to get a family. They're <laughs> actually knocking, I read during the week, they're knocking down uh, at the uh, one of the casinos, the Bellagio, I believe. Uh, they're actually knocking down a fountain to f- fit a grandstand. Oh, are you kidding? Oh, yeah. Wow. A, a 40-year-old um, fountain they're knocking down. Wow. And they're spending, they bought a whole patch of land in Las Vegas, like acres and acres, to build their, um, for the, build a pit lane and the, all the pit garages no and stuff. Like, they're spending so much money. That's amazing. Yeah. It's going to be really cool. Imagine 100 acres in Las Vegas, how much that would, the land would be worth. It'd be unbelievable. Yeah. So, be we'll pop a photo up on the thing to show you guys. It was actually really crazy. The uh, Americans have really commercialized Formula One, but I think they've done a really good job. I think yeah. Formula One before that was a bit stale, so. 100%. And you look at like comments from Jeremy Clarkson and stuff from, you know, a few years ago, they just, it was becoming so boring and so predictable. So. Oh, I love, uh, is it, I'd rather watch paint dry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he was, and then he was at a Formula One race a few weeks ago on the grid. Yeah, you know, yeah I saw that. And he was like, I'm, this is amazing. I'm so happy to be back and yeah. it's like loving it, so. Um, but yeah, definitely. As long as they just get more of them to be more competitive, you know, that's not all just we want. Red Bulls just winning one, two, one, two, one, two, then yeah, away you go. Just as you said, how 2021 was, you know, you just need more of that. You just need two teams, I guess. You just need yeah. two teams on par. Yep. And you can make it work. Yeah, you just need to, someone sticking the fight to the big guy, really. Yeah. You know, yeah. it makes, it makes the race weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And the race weekend for MotoGP, they've just nailed this new format. I reckon. Oh, yeah. Sprint race and how qualifying is. And every session is so exciting. Um, it's yeah, awesome. it's all watchable. All watchable. Yeah. I was uh, not too sure about the sprint race, to be honest. But yeah, I've changed my tune. I yeah, I felt... I think it's awesome. I felt the sprint race was going to make the main race too predictable. Um, knowing who's fast, who's not fast. But our shows on the weekend, I think Bezeki finished sixth in the... Sprint race? Yeah, I think so. And then one by five seconds in the main race. Like, what a Crazy. massive difference. Yeah. I know there's a few people who fell off, but... Still. Still got to finish yeah. by six yeah. seconds. Yeah. I hated the idea of it, to be honest, when I heard about it. Yeah. Um, But now, yeah, like you, I've completely changed mm. changed the tune. But I I did think that introducing it was a good uh, idea, especially for guys like Jack, yep. um, Brad, Martin, who are quick on you know don't short worry distance about tire, tire yeah don't worry about much. tire life just go mm. gun ho like yeah it's um the interesting f1 has changed their whole rules and the qualifying now stands for the sprint race and the main race where it used to be 
the qualifying was the result of the sprint race. Isn't the qualifying now on the Friday? Is that right? Yeah. That's full on, isn't it? It's not much time. It's it's an hour, practice one, and then straight into Q1, Q2, Q3. Like, it's crazy. That's full on. Imagine if it's like a wet pissing down rain. Mm. You know, imagine if it pisses down rain for the first practice and yeah. then they got to qualify in the dry and they have never been on the track in the dry. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's crazy. That's crazy. They used to have a, they used to have three hours of practice on a, on a Friday yeah. and then another hour on the, on the Saturday morning before qualifying. So they used to have four hours of practice. Now they've got an hour. So what does the drivers think of it? Uh, I don't know, to be honest with you. I'll just be speculating. But I think I think their whole thing with the sprint lace, they don't like. Yeah. It's not traditional. So Yeah, it's definitely one thing uh, MotoGP has nailed is that full weekend. It's just exciting from yeah. P1 to race day. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely keeping a lot more people engaged. That's yeah. for sure. Well, you can see the um, Le Mans uh, crowd size, you know. Yeah, because yeah, there was some issues with MotoGP crowds last year. They definitely were down after Rossi. Um, yeah, but um, which is to be expected, I guess. Yeah, um, but even when Marquez was out, you know, it crowd numbers took a hit. Yeah. They're big draws. Yeah, you go, you biggest. go to see the best. Yeah, if I'm the biggest ever, really. Yeah, hundred percent. If I'm paying for a race, I'm I want to see everyone yeah. fully fit. I want to see the top guys out yeah. there fighting it out. Yeah. Yeah, and you know they're all the two that always cause good racing and mm. drama. You know, look at Rossi and Stoner through Laguna Seca, or Rossi and Marquez, um, Lorenzo and Marquez. Like their names are always in it. You know, they're always yeah. creating good racing. Going through the years, just those the rivals, the rivalry is what you remember. Yeah, yeah. You know, Biaggi and Rossi back in the days, nothing like two Italians hating each other. Post race headbutt. Post race headbutt. Yeah. Elbow, uh, elbow at Suzuka, knocking Rossi off the yeah, track, and, and flipping him the bird. Oh, yeah. yeah, Marquez punting Lorenzo out of his own corner. Oh, the best. That was so funny. <laughs> Lorenzo's <laughs> corner, <laughs> getting then, punted off. Oh, wouldn't have been too happy about that. Oh, Lorenzo's ego is pretty, uh, pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he um, he's not shy of uh, letting his words out there, is he? No. Nah. He's um, pretty keen to tell people how good he is. Oh. Made it very clear when he got dumped as the uh, test rider when Crutchlow took the gig. Yeah. Wasn't happy at all. Why would but, you dump me when you got Cal Crutchlow? Oh, it was this full big thing. And then um, guys like Miller and Alicia Spargo actually went into bat for um, Cal Crutchlow and said, well, even if he's only got a couple of race wins, he's a heaps better bloke than you. And <laughs> yeah, no, it was this full oh, long rift. Yeah. He, he looked like a fool. Yeah. I think this was what, that's why a lot of people hated him. Post, no one um, liked him. Post career as well. Well, he started off obviously not being liked. Mm. He was actually a hothead going through 250s. He was too aggressive. Yeah. Um, and then he came into MotoGP, obviously gunned very fast. But then taking out to Rossi, obviously no one liked that. No. Um, and probably the first real big threat to Rossi, you know, you had Stoner and Hayden. Um but they weren't a Lorenzo type European. Well, young he, was, kid. he was beating, yeah. he was beating him on the same machinery, and he was beating him on the same okay. machine. That's a big exactly right. Mm. Equal machinery, equal machinery. Yeah, they had that famous wall in the pit box. Yeah, um, and then he was copying his celera- celebrations. Yeah, know? yeah, you the didn't one like off that, liveries, one off liveries. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But to admit, my one of my favorite celebrations he does was Lorenzo's land. 
I yeah. loved how he spiked the flag in the. Um, I, I couldn't watch it as a kid. I hated it so much. But looking, <laughs> looking back on back. it now, it was very cool. I was always yeah. so annoyed if he beat Rossi. Oh, I think you and a lot of other people, man. Yeah, yeah definitely. I don't even think the Spanish really liked him. I think there's still more on Rossi's <laughs> side. Still, which yeah, is so crazy. Probably. You go to Barcelona, there's still more BR46, um, you know, polos around and stuff. So. I did love his... Um, the only thing I liked about him was his Chupa Chups helmet. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that was, was cool. unreal. It was awesome. And then I think he won the championship with it and they made a gold one. Yeah. That just looked unbelievable. Yeah. That's the only thing I liked about him was his lid. <laughs> he had the Chupa Chups in his, uh, in his mouth and he was in the podium. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah, and he had some cool liveries, I must admit. But I still weirdly miss Lorenzo, though. Like, I loved, <laughs> I loved hating him. Yeah. It was so good to watch. It's the drama. Yeah. It's I didn't drama. Mind him. I didn't mind him on Ducati. I kind of wanted him to win on Ducati, to be honest. Just nah, he stuffed over Dobby. <laughs> Wouldn't let him pass. Dobby stacked it. Like, Marquez went out and out of the chip. Yeah. The man. Nah, the get man. out of it. Not the too man. happy about that. <laughs> but didn't he let Dobby through in Sepang? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did, didn't he? He let him for through. The championship. Yeah. Dobby wasn't fast enough on that race. He could have passed him, but he didn't. It's my opinion. I remember Dobby. that race. I remember that race so clearly. Yeah, Dobby didn't have it. Nah, he didn't. To be a world champ. And Marquez won that race, didn't he? And won the championship. Or did he finish? I think second. that year Marquez won in Valencia. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember him coming over the line, big wheelie. Mm. I remember him almost dumping it too. Yeah, he on the picked first it up. Turn, on the first turn. Yeah. I can't remember where yeah, it was. He went way he, wide, didn't he? Yeah. And he, and he, he was basically the on the ground and just... Yeah, he picked amazing. it up again. Amazing. As yeah. much as it pains me to say it. Yeah, he's incredible. He's, I would say, the biggest natural talent of all time. Yep. Oh, gee, that's, that's a, a big debate. Call. Make that into a clip. Yeah, I... Jeez, that's a very big call. Yeah, I think he's the biggest natural talent of all time. Rossi had the charisma... No one's done. No one's been bigger in the sport and done more for the sport than Valentino Rossi. Yeah, but Marquez. I think for Marquez, he just was that much better than everyone else. That I think he uh, he had the biggest natural talent. Well, I remember that twenty nineteen season. I think he was first or second. He didn't. He finished no lower than second. Yeah, he might have had one retirement or something. Yeah, one DNA. Coda maybe, or uh, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. it was Coda. Yeah, which he should have. That's his. Bread and butter. Yeah, yeah, that in Germany. But was it a was it a mechanical failure? Nah, he crashed into the back straight, lost the front end. Mm. Um, that was yeah one of the most dominant, you know, seasons of all time. So Rin, oh, that's right, the end of the straight. Then Rins won. Yeah, and the Suzuki. Mm. Bet Rossi. Yes. Yeah. 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 Bet no one's done more for the sport than Rossi, but mm. uh, for you know being so charismatic. And yeah. he, he kind of led the way for like helmet designs yeah. and all that stuff and really showing your character. No, nah, Rossi's just... the king. Oh, he's amazing. He's Marquez amazing. hasn't done nearly as much for the sport. No, you're right. Um, he's provided amazing racing and great, you know, controversy. Which oh, for sure. Um, but I still think he's got the most natural talent. I just think that guy's is incredible. The way he saves, saves bikes or just dominates dominates that like when has there been such a you know from maybe 2017 onwards 2016 there's been you know so many killers in a in a in a grid where back in 2000 maybe seven and eight there was four riders yeah and no one yeah. else was no one else was winning 
Yeah. And now it's even it's even more. This is actually exaggerated again. You know, mm. there's ten riders that can win. You know, the KDM boys, your Pulley boys. Oh, definitely. Yeah, take your all pick. All the Yeah, the top anyone's in for it. Yamaha can't win. There, um... but all the Q two boys can win. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Get to that top thing, you can definitely give it a shot. So, well, look at Pecco, uh, Jerez. He went through Q one, Q two. Yeah, and then won a race. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Thanks very much. Yeah. You see that a fair bit though now. Mm. Sometimes it's more advantage, probably. especially if it's like a dry yeah. track. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You get to know the conditions 100%. Yeah. I remember mm. once, uh, I think it was in Jerez, Morbidelli had to go through Q1 that year, uh, 2020. Yeah. On the Patronus. And he genuinely took the piss. He did two laps. He did his out lap and a quali lap and yep. went back into the pits and went straight from Q1 to Q2. And I then think I think I he still, that. I think he put it on pole. By the end of it, yeah, or he was at least on the top three. That's I think boss. I remember that. It was genuine, like. More yeah. Alley is his peak. Yeah, exactly. Can he didn't get last back very then? long? I don't know. Not on the Yamaha, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's cooked after that injury. Yeah, it's um, true. That's the things you don't know, you know, like those mental side, physical yeah. side. You just don't know. Well, look at Martin. He came out all guns blazing in his rookie year, got a bit injured, came back, killed it, got injured again. And it wasn't until this weekend yeah. he sort of broke that that barrier. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He looked good. He looked actually really good. I, I like actually that swapped rides. him out of the uh, MotoGP fantasy team because he was just either crashing or finishing. I know. I did the same. Spion. Yeah, I'd love to party with him. He looks like he's rocking. He could party. Some of his photos of him in Mexico. Oh, yeah, gets uh, gets on it. I'd love to. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to know what they're feeding him through that. Uh, Drink tap in his um, <laughs> in his race suit because he's peeking after a race. Oh yeah, he's beaming. Yeah, he's uh, eyes wide open and something else. Oh. <laughs> but it's good to see him hit some form. Anyway. Hopefully, Wada's testing him. <laughs> <laughs> Andre Yanoni. Yeah. <laughs> oh. so speaking about him, he's been uh, seen it around the ranch actually yeah. a little bit lately. Okay. With uh, still rate him, still rate him as a rider. Yeah, he did some crazy stuff. Yeah, hit a seagull. <laughs> hit a seagull. Took out his teammate a lot. Yeah. He won. He won on the Ducati in first, Austria. Yeah. First race win in a long time. Yeah, yeah. since Sona. Yeah, it was a one-two. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Then they had what four races or five races in a row where they won. Yeah, at Austria. Loves his modelling, but don't know about oh. that. Seems a bit. Uh, seems a bit uh, self-obsessed. Maybe a bit Jorge a Lorenzo. It's good to see Jonas Folger back as well because he had a terrible um, in illness. Didn't he? Yeah, yeah. So. That's basically stopped his career. Yeah, because I think he came second at Saxon Ring, mm. uh, yeah, behind Marquez one year. Yeah, and he was looked like he was going to be a star, and then obviously just didn't on the Tech Three. Yeah, I used to love that bike. It was the best, wasn't it? The Tech yeah, Three that, livery. Oh, yeah. that was a great livery. Yeah, there's been some good ones, hasn't there? Through oh, the years. Yeah, yeah. It's all about the Camel Rossi. I love that livery. That's my favorite. The cigarettes just did it the best. Yeah, yeah. Think. You know, let's let's bring back let's. Let's make a petition. Let's bring back the <laughs> cigarettes. Bring yeah. back the alcohol. Should be booze, a vape, yeah. vape sponsor. <laughs> Probably wouldn't be far off at these days. I really like the Jordan uh, ninety ninety one Jordan Seven Up and the F one. That's livery. cool. Yeah, I used to love that. That's, that's my favorite cool. livery. And there's so many iconic ones now. Like yeah. you got the Repsol that's just had so many world champions yeah. and different riders. Of course, you went for them. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Easy one. I really like that. Uh, they're like a Porsche nine eleven. The Repsol livery it doesn't change throughout the years. Yeah. yeah. So exactly it's the same. exactly the same. I really like the Gulas Rossi Yamaha, that yep. blue, or yeah, say like Go. Yeah. That was a sick one as well. Very cool. 
Yeah, yeah. I loved um, Kevin Schwantz's Lucky Strike. Yeah. yeah. Something about that. Classic. Classic. All the, all the Marlboro ones yeah. over the year. Even like Biaggi's Yamaha was Marlboro. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Red. Melandry's um, Spider-Man Honda. Yeah. That yeah. was kind of cool. In modern times, I love I love, I love the Aprilia. Yeah. And I yeah. love yeah. the Fluoro. The fluoro, um, they had the fluoro wings. I don't think they've got that anymore. It's no, 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 no. unfortunately, yeah. it's probably the best looking bike on the grid, in my opinion. Is that really? Yeah, I yeah, it's fucking dope. Yeah, it looks really, really nice. Yeah, I don't KDM's know. KDM's nice, UKD's good. Like, they're all just rough. get rid of the wings and all that yeah. stegosaurus rear wing yeah. things. And well, KDM's got that bloody box. I know it's crazy. That's yeah, because I, like I think Pedrosa was testing a harass and they just went with it, didn't they? Yeah, how good was that though? Seeing him back there, oh, what a so legend. Good. I know, and so he topped good. FP1. Yeah. Everyone wanted him to win that race. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. The best to do it without winning a title. Uh, yeah. Danny Pagosa. The best ever. Yeah, you have to say. Yeah. 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 He was um, pretty unstoppable on his day. Yeah. Just, again, injuries. Um, injuries. Collarbone. Simoncelli. Simoncelli. <laughs> yeah. What do you do? Yeah. That's a sad one. Would have been interesting to see what would have happened if he was around. Yeah, him and Marquez on the same. Yeah, bike. I reckon that would have been a good battle. Yeah, that would have been awesome. Yeah. Just yeah. as aggressive as each other. Yeah, I was going to say that would have ended in tears for both of them. I reckon. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred. Yeah, imagine him on the grid now. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. He was such a nice dude too. I met him when I was a kid. Yeah. Oh, that's Philip cool. Island. It's um Pinos. And oh, yeah. oh, we love Pinos. Yeah. What a joint. Yeah, institution. Joint. Yeah. Institution. Um, and he was walking out. And I was like, oh my God, can I have a photo? This was 250 days. Yeah. And his manager or whoever was with him was like, nah, nah, nah. And he basically told him to get stuffed. Yeah. And he's like, no, nah, I'm having a photo. Like, well, That's cool. Yeah, he was so nice. Rosa would be getting in the photos when she loves a photo <laughs> down there. She does. We like, went to went, uh, Phillip Island this year. We, we got together on the Wednesday. We went to dinner at Pedro's Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. Did we go Sunday night? I think we... No, yeah. Wing Hose on Sunday Oh, night. that's how we did Wing yeah. Hose. We had to we couldn't change have, it up. I couldn't have another Capricosa. <laughs> Wednesday and Thursday. It was awesome. It was a time ago. Yeah. We're eating around all the KDM boys. Yeah. So Wednesday uh, was one of the best nights. Nice. Yeah, all like uh, Paul Spargo yeah. was in. All the GP riders were in there, just That's sitting yeah. down eating. I think we saw. Um, yeah, oh, we the saw waitress was so happy to rider. see us because she thought we were part of a team or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're all wearing the factory gear. <laughs> yeah, That's so awesome. Little do they know. Yeah, little do they know. That's we're weird. just alcoholics. Who love a good uh, wood fire yeah, pizza. <laughs> Can't beat it. I can't beat it. <laughs> but that's but you know what? It wouldn't be good for you going to those places because Mama cooks better at home anyway. So, oh, it's right for the pizza. So we don't typically True. do pizza don't at the, home. Don't have the wood fire. Yeah. Mm. So that might be a uh, something I invest in after when when this takes off. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Bit of a kickback, but um, <laughs> that was funny. You saying you were part of a team. Uh, they yeah. thought you were part of a team when I was at Supers this week. I was um, lucky enough to roll around with Brian Starring for a little bit here and there. And we went into the showy tent and um, Loris Baz was there. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. And he's a pretty cool dude. And obviously dapped up um, Brian saying hello and that. And he must have thought I was someone that That's I was cool. definitely not. And he like <laughs> yeah, full yeah. daft me up and like asked me how many days and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, I'll take it. But I'm definitely not who you think I am. That's cool. Say, did you say, can you see me squeezing into one of these suits? <laughs> Fake it till you make it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, that was cool though. That's a cool but experience. They're all pretty nice dudes. Yeah. When you meet them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Supers is more laid back again. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, we couldn't get down to the Supers this year. Yeah, it was a good weekend away. Yeah, Got to meet Nicolo Bulger as well. Yeah, Got a knee slider off him. Yeah, which that was, was cool. Oh, that's thing. a cool story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so 
hit him up through the work Instagram, um, Dineasy Melbourne. And shout, shout out. Shout out, Dineasy Melbourne. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he's a sponsored athlete through them and um, he's been reposting us and stuff. So, I thought, shoot the shot. Yep. And, um, yeah, he was super receptive of it. Invited us back after the race. Got into the little um, sort of hut that they, they stay in and it was just bonkers. I couldn't believe, you know, for a guy that's in world super sport who's not Dineasy's top athlete, the amount of gear he had. Yeah. You know, 15, 20 pairs of boots, 15, 20 pairs of gloves. Crazy. Six, seven helmets, six, seven suits. Yeah. Unreal. But yeah, he was super nice. Got the race winning sliders. Yeah. So got to throw them up at work. Um, and he even invited us back to go look at the bike afterwards. But um, unfortunately, it was already packed away. But yeah, super hospitable. Really nice That's dude. That's an awesome story. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, and shout out Nicola Bulliger. You'll remember yeah. that for the rest of your life. 100%. It's yeah. little things like that that make the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Just getting to kick it with those boys. It was really, really cool. Yeah, it's so mad. Well, we had a, um, a mate. Uh, oh, shit, what's his name? Gianni. Uh, Gianni. Jeez, Gianni, come on. Gianni, Gianni. We miss you, Gianni. <laughs> you Italian um, stallion. Italian stallion. He was probably Rossi's biggest fan. Australians, like he, whoever lived in Australia, he has to be close. Yeah, 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 it has yeah, to be yeah. close. Like, he was obsessed. Obsessed, yeah, right on. Um, and do like crazy stuff. Like, you know, we're snobs. Like, we drive down the Phillip Island. He was like catching the bus. He was staying at like a halfway house oh. in bunk beds. Oh, no way. Getting to the track at 5 a.m. in the morning. Didn't yeah. leave till like 6 or 7 o'clock at night. Later, later. Yeah. Um, but because he spoke Italian, it's even better if he speaks Spanish in the pits. He And because he's gone there for so many years and just sees the same people, like, yeah. After I think Rossi won that year in Phillip Island, he was in his pit garage sitting on his bike holding a trophy. No like just gets into all of these places um, that we can only dream of. Just you know, and Alex because he just speaks Italian, kind of knows the guys. Yeah, away you go. Yeah, absolutely. That was the first thing I actually said to my old man. I got on the phone. I was like, dude, I got to brush up on my Italian. I'm like, yeah, yeah get you into places, hundred percent. Superbikes, it's all Italian. Funnily yeah. enough, a yeah. lot of the teams are Italian run, aren't they? They are in supers, yeah, yeah. super sport and super bikes. Um, so I was like, yeah, I need to, um, I need to get on this mm. because it'll definitely um, get you into some cool places for yeah. sure. But <laughs> that's that's one for next year. <laughs> how to how to speak Italian for dummies? Yeah, oh, I'm sure you'd be right, mate. You'll you'll get a couple of words going. Yeah, oh, pasta for jolly. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, Jonathan, come and stay. Yeah, <laughs> that's all you need. Absolutely. Exactly. So, Imola next week. Yes, yeah. Got the big upgrade from Merck. Yeah, I don't think it's going to do much though. I think it's still, I still see Verstappen winning. Verstappen that's, winning. That's so. your tip. Verstappen winning. Uh, Smoky for the weekend. Um, I'm going to say Sonoda top eight. Ooh. He's been consistent. He's been finishing 10th or 11th every yeah. race. Little Yuki. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Loves a swear word. Oh. Yeah, you're fucking... You fucking can't. <laughs> <laughs> most Japanese accent I've ever heard. <laughs> Might need to work on that. <laughs> Yuki, if you're out there, you can teach him Japanese. That'll be great. Maybe your beep would be good. Yeah. We'll get that next Yeah, next just in case your parents are watching. <laughs> in case the kids are on here. Yeah. James, oh. what are you thinking? Uh, definitely for staff, and I'm going to be boring. Um, yeah. And it's going to be Perez second. And I'm going to be boring and Alonso third. I just don't think it's going to change. Yeah, fair game. Any right. Smokey? Uh, uh, Lando Norris, top six. Wow, Ooh. good call. 
Yeah. Very good call. I think it's hard to look past Max. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Max one. Perez three. I'm going to throw... Not that I'm a massive rap for him, but Lewis Hamilton in second. I just hope that upgrade does something. I hope there's a bit of a battle. Mm. It'll be good to see that again. Um, and I reckon Gasly top five. Yeah, oh, well, I like Pierre. Hamilton nice. can't do any worse than last year. He actually got lapped by oh, I remember that. Yeah. yeah, and he was <laughs> loved, he was feel? loving that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we're in. <laughs> we're we're in for an absolute belter, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Should be good fun. <laughs> Some of us had a voice crack. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's probably a good note just to wrap it up. I reckon. Yeah, I think so. One. Thank you very much, boys. Jump on, uh, jump on motorsportrepublica.com some more stuff so. when the website releases the launch of the tees yeah, yeah. the apparel and the tees coming soon yeah. so watch your space absolutely yeah. thanks boys and we'll catch you after yeah. thanks, thanks guys, guys. Cheers. cheers beautiful